Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in to a special edition of Locked on Astros. Josh Hader is officially a Houston Astro. Are we gathering the infinity stones of the back-end bullpen puzzle in Major League Baseball? Hey, let's talk about it right now. Me and Eric got some cool stuff. Let's go, Eric, right now. Are locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can't see me, but I'm here. We are locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you make us your daily listen for all your Astros news, even when Josh Hader signs with the Houston Astros. He is H Town Wheelhouse. We are the Locked On Astros podcast. And Brett, where can they find you on X? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on X, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, positive. I love Josh Hader coming to H-Town. Always Stros. Guys, thank you for making Locked on Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Uh, go and keep on subscribing to us. Go and give us a big fat thumbs up and go and make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, Wherever you listen to your podcast, go and check out the Locked On Astros podcast. Make us uh, become an everyday or make us your first listen. And we will do extra shows like this because we love you guys. We love the Houston Astros. And we love the fact that after, what, nine years, Josh Hader is back in Houston, baby. Josh Hader, I hated that trade. I, I was at a baseball game and uh, Brandon, uh, the baseball lawyer, uh, we were at the game when we heard about that trade and him and his brother were like, uh, they're sitting down. I was kind of in upper deck and they're like, uh, we need to go up there and talk to Eric because they knew how high I was on Brett Phillips and Josh Hader at the time. I was writing for Climbing Towns Hill back then and these guys were great. And I'm like, we traded these two guys for... Carlos Gomez and Mike Fires. Little did we know what Mike Fires turned into, but we're not going to go there in this episode. Or Carlos Gomez. I mean, he was Mr. Pimp a Pop helmet? Fly. Where's Boy, my helmet? He, he lost his helmet. He would pimp pop flies, and he had a temper that was made for the NFL. Look, Eric, if I had on my bingo card that the Texans would be in the A in the division series playoff one one win away from a AFC championship and Josh Hader the same weekend gets signed by the Astros. I would say you probably need to check into a program that has 12 steps to get you off of whatever you're on. This is not typical of what the Astros have done the last couple of years. And right. I tweeted today that if you called Jim Crane, a cheap, you know what? You need to apologize. This man is not cheap. This man is frugal. This man knows how to spend. But you know what? Haters are going to hate. But you know what? Josh Hader's going to ball, baby. He is the man. I'm so glad. And my my guy, Adam Wynn, I got to give him a shout out. He is one of our most faithful followers. All you guys in here and, and girls in here, the same thing. 
but Wynn puts out some sweet Adam Wynn puts out some really cool TikTok um just videos. He said a future look at game seven of the 2024 World Series. And it was Josh Hader in a Padres uniform striking out the side against the LA Dodgers. I was like, let's go inject that into my veins. So I, I was super pumped, dude. I'm really, really excited. Yes. And so there's a lot for us to talk about. Uh, this there's a lot of ramifications for the Astros doing this. Yes, this puts them over the luxury tax threshold by a lot. Uh, this is a um, a change of thinking for Jim Crane in so many different reasons. But this is also gives the Astros this dynamic uh, back of the end, uh, back end of the bullpen that we haven't seen since maybe what uh, Dotel, Wagner, and Brad Lidge days back then. I guess you can say we, we've seen some um, pretty good bullpens uh, recently, but this yeah. is going to be one of the scariest bullpens in baseball. Get a lead um, after six innings. This bull, the back end of bullpen will shut them down. But uh, the Astros did it for five years, $95 million. That's $19 million per year, which, believe it or not, is a record for the highest uh, amount of money that's ever been given to a reliever. You might say, but wait, what about Edwin Diaz? Well, that had a lot of deferrals. Uh, so that was only actually $93.2 million after the deferrals. So Josh Hader is now the highest paid, technically, uh, reliever out there. And he's one of the best relievers out there. And Dusty Baker leaves. The Astros finally get their lefty. <laughs> They finally get their lefty. Um, thank you, Dusty. I think you said you would, we would thank you later. Um, but I don't know if that really meant he meant no. this. <laughs> you know, Eric, the thing is, someone asked me today. I was actually talking to someone. I was at a place tonight grabbing dinner for my son and I. And um, I said, what do you think about the news? And he said, oh, I love it. He goes, what happens to Presley? Does he become the setup man? And I said, well, I don't think you pay a guy $95 million to be your setup man. Presley's right. been setup man before. The other question is, is there a possibility of them trying to package a couple players like Montero? I don't know, Framber. I'm just saying, are there some players that they're going to try to offload some money and try to get something back for them with having to pay hater this? Because now, it pushes them over that first threshold and they're what about 20 million away from the next one. I think the next threshold they would hit, they would get a, like a 20% tax, I believe on their payroll. So people are asking in the chat, what does that mean for Bregman? What does it mean for Tucker? What does it mean for Altuve? I still think they sign Altuve. I still think they sign Tucker. I just think Bregman is gone. But this dream scenario, this is what I want. Next week, I want Hater introduced. And then after that, I want Altuve, Tucker, and Bregman all at a table together, all signing. Right. It won't happen. And I know that's insane. But wouldn't that be great? And kind of be like, just roll the little single, you know, your number one finger up to everybody, say, you Hey. Since you brought it up, I do want to go ahead and um, kind of correct something you just said, but give you the exact details. Okay. So the Astros luxury tax threshold, the payroll right now is around $253.5 right. million. They are only 
$3.6 million away from tier two. Oh, then. Okay. Okay. So, so, oh, so so they're a lot closer to tier two than I thought. Right. So even if they sign Phil Maton for $3.5 million, they're almost close to tier uh, two. So I see a lot of people saying, well, why don't you go ahead and just go all in now and go get another uh, outfielder, go get this. I don't think uh, Jim Crane is okay spending money, but I just don't see him wanting to pay that 20%. So because the Astros signed Josh Hader, they're going to forfeit a second round pick and 500 K in international money as well. Well, so this is, it's not just Uh-oh. about what the money they're giving to Josh Hader. Okay. Um, so Ryan Presley, you mentioned this, how is he going to, uh, how is he going to take the news of not being the closer America's closer anymore? I mean, yeah. I, he came in with, uh, with that great intro, uh, last year i forgot what what it was what the song was but uh it was a great intro they had the whole uh lights going out in ring the of fire ring yeah. of fire by um yeah good so but it's how joe espada ha- handles this because i do agree if you're gonna pay 95 million dollars to a pitcher he's gonna be the closer ryan presley will be here likely for two more years because yes this is his final year of his deal but he does have a um mutual option for 2024 sorry 2025 uh but it becomes it becomes guaranteed if he pitches 50 outings he's pitching he's pitched 50 outings in each of the last seven years so that's not going to be issued this year so unless something happens he's going to be a houston astro next year so we're going to have these back end of the bullpen for two years Wow. Look, here's the deal. That was uh, that was um, the song God's Gonna Cut You Down by Johnny Cash. I knew it wasn't Ring of Fire when I said that. That was the only Johnny Cash song that came to mind. But yeah, God's Gonna Cut You Down. So look, we'll get God's Gonna Cut You Down and then whatever hater comes out to. I, I don't care, dude. My question is this, because when I was having this conversation earlier, to, to go back to this conversation I had with the fan, I actually introduced him to the show. He's going to start listening to the show. Is... Was there a discussion with Ryan Presley before they signed Josh Hader? Did they talk to him about it? Did they even go to him? Is he a veteran that you don't really talk to this guy? But to me, he's he's your stalwart closer, Eric. And so that is what I wonder what happened behind the scenes, if anything. Yeah. Um, so we'll go ahead and continue this conversation. We're going ahead. Uh, there's going to be some more fallout from the signing. Uh, most of it will be good. The Astros are have extended their window by a lot now how will it affect the astros and extensions um free agencies all that down the road i think only time will tell but jim crane has opened his eyes how much we'll have to see in a second hey everybody this episode is brought to you by fanduel it's america's number one sports book go to fanduel.com slash locked on that's right the nfl regular season is over the Houston Texans, baby, are in the playoffs. They play the Baltimore Ravens. Now, Lamar Jackson is 1-3 and three in the playoffs. Can the Texans dominate on defense? They've got key players on both sides of the ball that are out. The Texans, can they take full advantage with their rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, and rookie offensive coordinator? If you're wondering this, right now, new customers get $150 bucks in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. 
The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways. Live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. And this episode is brought to you by Game Time. That's right. Game Time is here. If you need tickets for last minute events, it doesn't matter. No more planning in advance. No more hassling with ticket prices. You know what you're getting with Game Time. I've used Game Time. I love it. It's amazing. So let me tell you, they let you see where your seat is, let you know exactly what's going to happen, all in one pricing to show you up front so you're not like backdoored with any other charges. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps. You got it. They have deals not just for baseball, but football, basketball, concerts, theater, and so much more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the lowest price. And if you find tickets in the same row and same section for less, game time will credit you 110, 110% the difference. So download the game time app today, create an account and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, create the account, redeem the code locked on L O C K E D O N 20% off download the game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Uh, yeah, you, you, you were just, you, Eric was going to town and you couldn't hear. It's yeah. like Eric can see your mouth moving, but I don't hear anything coming out, brother. Yeah. Hey, dude, so, Eric, Eric. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you right now the league better be ready because the Astros, y'all done pissed off Jim Crane. All right. Arlington, that trophy is ours. We're coming to get it back. Okay. So enjoy it while it lasts because we're putting the infinity stones and we're putting the gauntlet of closers up in your face. And we're going to come up to South Oklahoma and take back what's ours. Okay, go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. Right. So I know um, there's a lot of talk about what's in the contract. I don't know if we know the exact details for the limitations. I know Josh Hader has been kind of a very uh, particular type closer. He's a, he's got elite stuff, but he's one of those pitchers that only wants to get three outs. So don't be bringing him in the eighth inning because he only wants to come in during the ninth inning. That's typically, I, I think that's pretty much what he's done for the past, what, uh, six or seven years. So he's one of those, um, just bring me in for three outs and that's all. So he doesn't want to overextend. Um, uh, there's been times where they haven't pitched them back to back games. I don't know if that's going to be a limitation he'll have here, well, but he is 29 years old. Well, he said he actually last year refused and said, I will not pitch two innings in one game. Yeah. That was, his, yeah. 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 That was, you know, usually a pitch will say, Hey, put me in as much as I'll put me in as much as you need me coach. Just throw me out there. So I wonder if, I mean, those things had to be discussed, uh, you know, and, and guys, let's, let's have a talk real quick. Like suddenly, like all the skeptics and not necessarily you or anybody listening, but all the skeptics, all oh, the runs over crane is an idiot cranes cheap, blah, blah, blah. Now all of a sudden they're singing his praises. Now, which one is it? Is a glass half empty or half full? 
have you not been around the last seven years? You know, like, do y'all not trust the process? Don't ever come to me to an Astros conversation and tell me about the flipping Dodgers or the flipping Yankees and what they're doing. Okay. If you try to win like the Dodgers out there, you're going to get beat by the Dodgers in here to quote Moneyball. Yeah. Don't do it. That We're not the Dodgers. We're better than that. Eric, hater coming in, signing the right people after this, extending the right players. This window doesn't close in 2024, man. This window keeps rolling through 2026, 2027, like I initially predicted. I'm just saying, dude, it's a lot of good things to say about this. What we do know is that there's a full no trade clause, um, plus a bonus for winning the reliever of the year award, uh, which is named after Mariano R uh, R Rivera. So uh, he did have a extremely high walk percentage last year, 13% uh, walk rate. His mm -hmm. strikeout rate is going down a little bit. His velocity is um, maybe down a tick, but he, he kind of relies on his uh, – basically velocity. So um, I think that I'm not worried about this guy. I think he's going to come over here. He's going to just do what he's been doing. And I think with him, Presley and Abreu, it's going to be awesome. But um, a lot of people want to know what jersey he's going to be wearing. Likely he's going to be wearing number 71. Nobody on Astros roster has number 71 right now. And that's what yeah. he's been say, uh, wearing for his entire major league career. So the only Astros players in Astros history to wear it is J.C. Gutierrez, uh, Carlos San Sanbria, and Peter Solomon. Uh, which Ooh, one? Peter Solomon. Do you remember? I remember Peter Solomon. Yeah, that's my Dutch man. Yes. There you go, man. So, Dutch man. So yes, oh, that's right. Um. So 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 Joshua asked Brett, "Do you still think? Do you still want Nary's back, or are you okay with him leaving now that we've signed Hater?" Nary's plays a different role than Hater, obviously. Um, yeah, Eric's like, see you, Nary's. Look, Nary's again wanted um he was apparently seeking 50 million for two years. I don't know if that's true. Um, he wants, I think, three, possibly four years. The problem with Nary's, and this is what I told them down at um ESPN Southwest Louisiana this afternoon. I said, if Nary's was 32, I would sign him in a heartbeat. If Nary's was 31, I would sign him faster than a heartbeat. But Nary's, isn't he 34, 35, Eric? He's I mean, 35, I think. 35. So if you sign him for three years, you're signing until he's 38. Nary's has been great. It's not that Nary's doesn't deserve to get paid, but now that you paid Hater, he's younger. Bregman is not going to get paid because why? Kyle Tucker is younger. Yeah. The only guy you're going to pay that's 35 plus at this point you know, uh, I guess you can put the Abreu thing off to the side is Jose Altuve. I yes. think he's the only guy at this point that they're going to give any kind of significant money to. Well, just think about the price. I mean, if Naris is asking for 16.7 million, right? Wouldn't you go ahead and pay the extra 2 million for one of the best closers in baseball? Yeah, no, exactly. Duh. Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes the, sometimes prices are floated out there as interference to drive prices up. And there were a right. lot of people that said, ah, this is just, you know, this is just agents floating numbers. And honestly, I kind of believed them, but people were like, what do you know? What do you know? I'm like, I don't know anything. I'm like, if they sign hater today, I literally said this. I was texting with a friend today. I was on my lunch break. And he said, what if we got hater 
And what if we did something else and got someone like a Dylan Cease or Luis Robert type player, not those two guys. And I go, dude, I don't think any of those things will happen. I don't think it doesn't seem to me that they're willing to spend. And Crane's like, dude, you know, you know, I wish we could talk to Crane candidly. You know, Crane is so pissed off that the Rangers won. You know, he's upset that they beat him in his house, in the house that he's built. Right now. Yeah, he, Texas is his. Texas has been Astro State for a while since the Rangers have been so bad. So Jim Crane has come out of hiding. I mean, I'm, it seems like he's been kind of MIA for a little bit. Is he going to be at the press conference? That's what I want to know. He I don't better know. be at this one. He better be at this one. He's got a whole <laughs> bunch of money going into this kid. He better be wearing a hater jersey himself. <laughs> yes. So uh, Jim Crane said that we think that we have a good team and adds a big piece to the back of the bullpen. With Presley and Abreu, you have three quality guys, seven, eight, nine, wherever they pitch. We think it gives us a nice chance uh, to get to the playoffs and make another run to the playoffs. He went on to continue by saying um, that we try to make moves to win. That's what this is. Uh, this one is about. That was going. Um, that was the going to rate and. Sorry, that was the going rate uh, for a pitcher, and that's what got it done. We're happy that we did it, and we have to do something else down the road. Uh, that's a possibility, too. So well, if look, they have to go get another uh, player, like you said, via free agency, they could. Or if they could go out and get a trade piece, they could. I just don't I think, think Dylan Cease loses. No, 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 no. I mean, no. Um, like even if you traded, even if they they did a trade with Chicago, you're giving them got a guy that makes twelve million, and then you're giving them back a guy that's got making five million. They're not going to flip the script on that. Right. The bottom line is this, Eric, with this team and with with the makeup of this lineup, it is I think our relief core is good, and I think our pitching core is good, and. A lot of people are not giving Forrest Whitley a chance right now. I mean, even people, and and I'm not going to call people out because I'm not I'm not one of these guys on the airways that wants to call out a guy for like a bad take, unless it's a ridiculous take. But I've even seen some people that have been ardent supporters of Whitley say, "I just don't think he's going to do it." And I'm like, "But based on what? I understand right. based on his history, but I think that this is the year that it has to happen." The law of probability in baseball has to work out. I mean, if you're a 125 hitter, you're going to hit 10%, 12% of the time, right? Well, this is that 10% of the time, the 12% of the time for Whitley. And he, I don't necessarily think he has anything to prove. I think he just wants to get out there and complete his dream, finish his dream. He doesn't want to pitch in a preseason game. He doesn't want to pitch in an exhibition like I saw him pitch in Minute Maid Park. He wants to pitch in a real major league game. I am here. I am here to support Forrest Whitley the entire way. I am in his court. I believe in Forrest Whitley. I think he's going to be key, Eric, because you have the perfect mixture of veterans and Mm -hmm. young pitchers that can help him along. And you got a flamethrower like Josh Hader coming in. Dude, this is a world championship ball club right now. Right now, if we're not the top two, one of the top two teams in the AL, then somebody out there who's evaluating is smoking crack. And if you don't know this, crack is whack. Don't do drugs, kids. 
All right. Uh, just to kind of uh, show you how long Forrest Whitley has been around. I used to write for Climbing Tales Hill, and I was trying to I was trying to find the interview I did for uh, with Hater uh, way back when I was in uh, Climbing Tales Hill, or it was either with Talking Strohs. But this is from June fourteenth, twenty eighteen. Could we see Forrest Whitley in twenty eighteen as a reliever? Um, <laughs> so what does twenty twenty three Eric want to tell twenty eighteen Eric right now? You know, uh, this, this is twenty twenty four actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, okay. Okay. All right. 2024, Eric. What is 2024, Eric? 2018, Eric? Yes, but uh, what's funny about it was um, I think Forrest Whitley at um, at the, um, what do you call it, the, the, where they go around, the Astros go around the carnival. The, the caravan. Caravan, yes. Uh, so, but uh, Forrest Whitley made a joke. He said, I think I've held a record for being on the 40 man roster without actually uh, throwing a pitch in a big league. And, and see, that's look, true. Yeah. That, but, but that's, but that's, that's the mindset he's got to have. He can't worry about what all the people say that don't right. like him or all the people that doubt him. Right. He can't worry about, Oh, well I've been here for so long. Like the only, you know, there, there's two different types of athletes. Y'all there are good athletes and great athletes, good athletes that became great athletes were able to get get out of their own way they were able to get over their mistakes they were able right. to get over the humps in the road and for force willie to be great at who he is he's got to just put it behind him and move forward that's what life is about and you all should be cheerleaders of force whitley you shouldn't be like oh i've never heard of her he's a unicorn no you should cheer him on because you know in your life when you get down and you get bumps in the road do you like people coming at you telling you why you're trying you failed too many times you know, no, you want people around you. So I'm going to be that person around force. I'm gonna be like, I've got your back. Eric locked on Astros, Brett Chancey. We got your back because I know I haven't always been successful. I've fallen many times, but it's like Rocky said, you fall down seven times. You get up in eight time. It's not a matter of whether you get knocked down. It's what you do when you get knocked down. And you know what? No one's going to come along and feel sorry for you. So you've got to get up and you've got to put, puff your chest up and you've got to know what you're made of for Whitley. This is your year. This is your year, 2024, the year of the Houston Astros, the year of Josh Hader, the year that we're going to take it back, bring the trophy back from Arlington, put it in its rightful place in Houston, the king of Major League Baseball right here in H-Town. That's all I got right there, man. Woo. All right. I'm just, up, dude. just imagine uh, we need to move back to Josh Hader, he's the man of the hour. But just imagine if Forrest Whitley is good in the bullpen. I mean, this could be one of the best bullpens in history, which is uh, with Souza, kind of how he took over uh, last year, just some of the names we already have in the bullpen. This bullpen could be dynamic. But Jim Crane has kind of gone uh, past his mold. The previous um, – the he signed a four-year deal with uh, J Josh Reddick, four-year – $52 million. Then he did a three-year deal for Jose Abreu last year, $58.5 million to keep Abreu or to get Abreu last year. So maybe we're seeing a change in thinking of Jim Crane. Maybe the Kendall Graveman injury and losing all the, the relievers, knowing how critical the bullpen is, not just throughout the regular season, but in the playoffs. So I think that what he realized is that if you're going to spend money, 
you're going to spend it on a, uh, a proven arm like Josh Hader. Uh, yes, he had a bad year uh, half season with the Padres when he was traded from the Brewers to the Padres, but then he rebounded nicely last year. He's one of the best closers in baseball. This is a great move for the Houston Astros. And if you're looking for the Astros to make a statement move, this was it. Um, they may have some weakness in the outfield, uh, depending on whether Jake Myers does anything this year. I think Chaz McCormick is a lock uh, for um, hitting this year. I think um, I think the Astros don't really need too much. If you want to add one more bullpen piece, great. But I think the Astros have what they need right now. Josh Hader is probably one of the best Astros signing we've had in a long time. Rage and signings. No, it you know it is Eric, and this totally kills the narrative of right. not going out. Totally right. kills the narrative. Um, and I'm glad. But you know what? Honestly, the perfect world scenario for me would be find a way to sign out to Van Tucker. Find a way to keep those guys. You in this may be the deal. They may go to Tucker and say, look, we're going to sign out Tuve. It's going to put us in this other tax bracket. But to keep us out of that third tier or close to it, you and I, we're going to sit down at the end of the season because we can't have your salary on the books this year. We're going to put you on the salary books next year because we have some stuff coming off. So we need you to be patient with us. We need you to ball out this year because next year you're going to get that back. Now, I know they don't have conversations like that with players. That would probably not be good, quote unquote, business, not professional. But that, but that's what I would want it. That's what I would. That's the kind of mindset because you could put them on the books next year and not hurt you this year. So uh, Spotrack had haters market value at five years, eighty-seven point. Let's just say eight million dollars, just around it. So average salary of seventeen point five million dollars. So the Astros thought that the going rate for a closer of his ability was $19 million. I agree with that. And they had to compete for Josh Hader. They had to compete yeah. with what Edwin Diaz got. So now the rest of the relieving market, I think you're going to see a lot of movement. The dominoes are going to start to fall. So I like, I, I like Arlie's suggestion right here. Sign Solaire or Peterson trade Myers for extra pitching. Hey, I like it. Um, Solaire, I think, ends up going to um, Toronto, though. Toronto just signed that Cuban pitcher, Uriel Rodriguez. Um, I hear they are in on on um, on on Solaire. I think he goes there. I think Matt Chapman's going to end up a giant. I think Peterson will end up probably somewhere. He might end up in Chicago. I don't know. But look, if we do any trades about with 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 pitching, Chicago needs pitching, um, and yeah. they've got some interesting pieces over there. Eric, we're just getting heated up, man. We, right. We've got a lot going on. We, we've got a lot more to cover this next week. Yeah, and Brett, uh, some several people have asked, yes, Ryan Presley is technically, there's a mutual option for 2025. Yes. Uh, as long as he uh, reaches uh, 50 games pitched this year, it will be guaranteed. Otherwise, it's a mutual option of $14 million. So it's just a matter of whether um if he doesn't reach that do the astros want a continuous relationship and if if the astros win another world series why not wouldn't he want to come back so guys thank you for tuning in to the locked on astros podcast yeah uh josh Hader is now a houston astro we love it we hope that you love it thank you for tuning in go and subscribe to us i'm eric eisman he's brett chancy we are the locked on astros podcast and we will see you later
Ghostros. Ghostros, drink that haterade, baby. Oh, where are we? Hey, we're here. Good job, Eric. That was fun. Let's go on a World Series. <laughs>